0: Well, I don't want to. I don't want to mess up my paint and glitter, Kathy. I think
1: the dick and balls have dried.
0: The dick and, b- oh, God, <laughs> fucking damn it,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus H Christ.
2: Are you guys ready to do a show?
0: Yeah! yeah. All right, man. Let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite
2: lame? Podcast. Scared that your desires
0: might be strained? Come and join the kinky
2: world of play. Averted. Hello and
0: welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky
1: lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Yeah! I'm Kathy.
0: And I am Count Boogie. And we have no guest host. We have no guest, but my I have a distortion in my... Do you hear that? What? My voice? Uh-oh. Does my voice sound distorted? No. God fucking damn it. Jesus What
1: are you doing? I don't know.
0: I hear distortion. There's nothing here. There's something fucking fudgy, whatever. Your voice
1: sounds you're hearing things. No, I am not.
0: I know what I hear. I am an audio. I don't think you know what you hear. No. And this is audio bad. Bad audio. Bad.
1: It sounds fine. Nobody can hear this shit but you. It sounds
0: fine. You sound like a just a a complacent girlfriend.
1: Well, if I'm your
0: girlfriend, <laughs> it's fine, really. No, All bro- no. All your girlfriends sound you're, like that.
1: <laughs> shut up! It's fine, honey. Really. Shut Just, up! Oh, you are a marvelous stud. <laughs> shut up! Keep going, honey. Shut
0: up! They, uh-huh. they love me. They
1: paint dick and balls on your head. Thank buddy. you.
0: Yes. Thanks this- to you.
1: Well, this is what happens when you walk through a room with a bunch of littles and well, paints. I'm there to be the daddy to the littles in
0: their painting and they had every we had everything put away. Okay, yes, I'm covered in glitter and yeah, paint. So and, uh, all over your head. And it was on my head, and so Kathy walks apparently
1: that's a very large canvas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um is there a chicken in this room? Fuck off! <laughs> yes, there is, as a matter of fact. <laughs> So uh, they're putting away the paints, the glitter, everything. We have kept it to a minimum. And Kathy's like, why don't you paint a dick
1: and balls on his head? I've never seen Littles run so fast to paint. And because
0: she was running out of oxygen from... And oh then they're like, God. "Well, we got to save her." No, and now I have a. Uh,
1: it took them a nanosecond to run to the paint, I have a d- grab it, and run to your head and start painting a dick and balls there, on it. Is this is
0: just. Why are you guys all dressed? Why is there clothes? Can we get some more? Get a little more nakiness in here? They said, "Can no. you take off your?" Skirts? I believe Bunny's flipping. So yeah, you I'll off. take off some things. No. Why would you <laughs> flip me off, Bunny? <laughs>
1: Why would you do that to Daddy? (laughs) She's shaking her (laughs) head.
0: That's that's really inappropriate. She looks very scared. (laughs) That's not a good thing to do Uh to Daddy. (laughs) 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 Take off socks. Can you take off this top? Is that okay? Yeah, because I I just need. You're
1: such a pig. Where's Piggy? Huh? Where's your Piggy? Piggy. Piggy. Oh my God, (laughs) guys! (laughs) Here.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, now this is oh, better. This <laughs> is better. So tiger's on the floor. And there's Ann. Oh yes, that's right. Just just give it to me. Just give it to me. Yeah, just wait, do it slow. Do it slow. Yes.
1: Oh my god. Oh. She slowly bared her breasts. That's
0: right. And then do just do the do that camp like that summer camp where you grab it with both arms. In slow motion. And then slow motion. <laughs> and then peel it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it like that. That's right. Now grab it and pull it up over your head and just and then your boobies. Now you flop. have
1: to now. You started this. Oh, oh Yes. Nice. Yes.
0: Oh my god, that was every teenage fantasy of the camp counselor <laughs> undressing at the pool and then we have Ace. What Ace who is new is she's a listener and then and we've been hanging out and So uh, we've
1: got four pairs of breasts, two have nipple uh what are those That called? is...
0: That is uh, Nipple four, bars? Four, yes, piercings. And two
1: have none. And two they're have very have lovely, <laughs> all of them.
0: It is, it is boobtopia.
1: It is boobtopia. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> I like boobtopia. This is
0: amazing boobtopia. So what's going on?
1: Tease and what denial. Got? Oh,
0: besides you being a liar. I am
1: not. You are a
0: freaking liar. Maybe
1: I'm a little bit of a liar. Okay, check
0: this out. Uh, there was no reason for it. It was just yes, lying. Yes, there was. It was lying for lying. Like, it you not. can't be honest. We don't do a show that's based on kinky sex and perversion. It was I not a it. lie. It was a lie. Okay, so here, listen. You're, you're dead to me. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone in the audience. Perverted podcast line. So, Kathy... All of us, you know, because you know we're we're dedicated to our listeners, and we're like, why is there paint on my screen? I wonder. <laughs> Jesus fucking little Christ. Okay, so uh, Kathy's like, you know, we need to have a perverted podcast meeting. Uh, so I am going to be there on whatever Saturday. And I said I'll,
1: I'll be here at one thirty,
0: and I will be here at one thirty. And I am like, God damn it, Kathy, that is that is Ford Momentum Perverted Podcast. The listeners deserve this. I will see you at one thirty. I am ready, set my schedule. So now, all of a sudden. It's coming no, to that. No, you're not it's saying com- it right. It, wh- I'm saying it right. So now we're coming to the time of the meeting, and I'm here. It's not a big deal, you know. Things happen. I understand, but I get a text that says, "Oh my god, this traffic!"
2: <laughs> there was and I, and traffic, I, and
0: I'm like, "Okay, well, traffic happens. We're in Los Angeles. It's a lot of traffic." And I'm like, "Hey, get here safe. Whenever you get you here, you did not you know, write just that. Just make sure that you get here, just okay, Kathy, Because I want to make sure." So then all of a sudden, so it's a little more than a half hour. I'm now in the kitchen. Kathy comes in and like sits down and I'm like, you know, hey, I'm concerned, you know, that she got here. You did not. Okay. And so then all of a a sudden she's just like, well, um, actually I was getting fucked. (laughs) That's why I'm late. I'm like, why did you have to lie about it? (laughs) Why would you, why couldn't you just say getting dick? (laughs) <laughs> I'll be late.
1: You're telling the story so but wrong. It's, but it's like, okay,
0: traffic. Oh, I get it. Traffic. He bent you over and drove his penis into your cooch. I get it. <laughs>
3: Technically, I. It's that a metaphor.
0: <laughs> I get it. Did he honk? Did he
1: go back? Back, ignoring you. Hang, hang! <laughs> you the, can't be honest. There was with traffic. Me? It's just that the traffic wouldn't have mattered if I'd left on time. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: I feel like I don't even know you anymore.
1: Oh please, you're the biggest a- whore around here. Why do you even care? I'm not. Care? Say- no,
0: what i care is that you lied. You could have just said, "Get in dick. See you when I see you." No. I'm a dude.
1: I was genuinely a half hour late and I texted you and I said, "Hey, running a half hour late." So that part was legitimate. And sure. then comes the, of the dick. bend over the bed so I can fuck you. What am I supposed to say no? Why on Who? earth would I say you no to that? M-
2: you are so missing the point.
1: I'm not missing the point. You are Because so then I the thought, point. oh, great. A little, fuck, it'll be fast, and I'll go. And I realized, oh, shit, I'm not going to make it. And this traffic is making it worse. So I texted not, you, wait. oh, my God, the traffic.
0: I think you were lying the whole way. I All you had to say was, I'm getting dick. <laughs> I would have said, that's cool, baby. I'll catch you on another time. <laughs> go get your drive.
1: I'll catch you on the flip go side. Go get your truck drive. <laughs>
0: Catch you on the flip side, honk honk. Make sure you smack his balls Look, between your legs. Maybe
1: I just got a little crazy and I didn't say uh, whatever. I was getting Kathy, some dick. I'm just I'm don't very, be all butter. You're so melodramatic. I'm very,
0: I'm very happy. that you got dick. I'm glad and the amount of that a dick. You don't feel that, that you can get that is
1: zero. So you know, I don't what is know what cheap ass about. sticks. That's fucking sticks back here.
0: Sticks. Why are you a cheap ass? You usually bring candy. You're not cheap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he goes to to Michael's in the 99 cent store and. I don't know. Which makes are this local,
0: very inexpensive uh, arts and crafts stores.
1: Yes. And he made a paddle. Do you have the paddle with you? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. It's kind of uh, cool. And it was in an effort to show how easy it is to th- go make cheap material. You don't have to spend... Uh, okay.
0: Like, oh, you mean inexpensive, not cheap necessarily.
1: Yeah. Inexpensive. Okay. Yeah. It's actually so
0: actually very see. sturdy. So now that's a gigantic <laughs> paddle, like you're going to... And it says dat on it.
1: And on the back it <laughs> says. Yeah, which was an flip old, over. oh,
0: dat ass. I get it, see?
2: <laughs>
0: see now it all, because see, I, t- I thought dat, I'm thinking like studio stuff, dat was a kind of recording format that you record on a dat cassette. such a door. And that was when, was. No, so no, I'm not. like, I'm, wow, I'm that that's dated, boogie. analog, digital, fucking, you know, vintage digital equipment.
1: He's not as old as you. Dat
0: ass, see, so they're raised letters, so he glued, le- have you hit someone with this yet? Not yet. It's a virgin paddle. What kind of glue did you use? Because you literally got gigantic fucking like eight <laughs> inch raised layers. They're like fucking platform kiss boots. Uh, he, yeah, sort of. He
1: glued two of them together to make them better. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So you, can, you get individual letters like that in, at Michaels They come in pairs. Sure. So the, the single one is only like a little less than a quarter of an inch. Sure. So they, which just not enough. Oh, you mean thick. Yeah, a quarter inch. Oh, what's not what's like what are you trying are letters. you trying to impale them with a dat?
1: <laughs> the edges are kinda sharp, I think he's I mean, end it's I mean it's sharp edges someone.
0: and it's like three feet off the <laughs> paddle. <laughs> Like your fucking Dat Vlad the Impaler. I mean, this is a lot. You probably could have gone with the eighth inch.
1: But it was so funny. He's in the kitchen, and he was so proud of how cheap it was, how inexpensive it was. He was expounding on it, and I only I bought it for this much. I thought that's kind of cute, but it's very dorky too, and did it's you, very sticks. Well, we
0: are we are nerds. This is yes. this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. I I feel fear for uh, any tailbone. Well, I thought that you that, that, would
1: appreciate it because you make your own toys. I do. Yeah.
0: So, for, so did you carve the paddle?
1: No, Michaels sells them. Oh,
0: Michaels Oh, you bought yeah. like a Yeah, it all these are Michaels, off the shelf. Michaels, from Michaels. the uh, the it's a craft and hobby store. The uh old ladies craft store <laughs> is. is selling <laughs> spanking paddles? Yeah. That is that is awesome, Hey, Good for them. Let's huh? Bunny made Bunny made a paddle like that too. That's nice.
1: Bunny's Well, very now creative. you guys can just go
0: to Arts and Crafts. Man, that's they're really what, expounding.
3: That's actually what Mr. Bunny's on too.
0: Is a is a a Michaels arts and crafts paddle, yeah, that's, of, that's, you gotta go to Michaels, man. That's what Mr. Fucking Bunny man, is. Man, them dirty old fucking sluts are getting getting <laughs> it's, down. It's in no longer just a knitting and craft- store. <laughs> I'm gonna get some glitter and a little bit of toll painting, and then I'm just gonna <laughs> beat Grandpa's nuts with this.
1: Come here, young man. You need a beating. I'm here, <laughs> and I think that you need to apologize first of all to <laughs> your listeners. To <Do> who now? <laughs> To the listeners <laughs> to for having now. promised that pussy get cookies. In
0: fucking line and not get delivered. in line for your apologies. Can I, I just wreck say lives that everywhere and, I go. and
1: actually came for pussy cookies this time? I think every the entire audience came for pussy cookies. You disappointed all of them. You Seriously, can, Boogie? Yeah, everybody. You said on the last show we're going to do pussy cookies to take you out. Here's it, the pussy cookie why song. Why don't people remind so, me of so
2: these who's things? Who's the liar now? What?
1: Oh, Unger, yes. Unger, you're dead Thank to me. Thank you. <laughs> you're just,
0: you're, you're like, I go home. You're dead to me.
1: <laughs> no, he's a moderator.
0: Handle, handle your chat room.
1: Nobody can handle that chat room but Unger. Okay, so
0: I forgot you sprung this on me literally five minutes before the show. Well, I so don't, this is
1: my fault too, right?
0: It is your fault because, you know, you're the co-host. You know, because it's like I you can't win. you can't just all of a sudden go, who who you know, on the spot because it's peer pressure. And we're not going to do that. But you know, if so, why
1: is there always a reason why you get away with it? And for me, I get labeled the liar.
0: Well, because I didn't lie; I just forgot. That's you not a lie. That's not you a lied, lie, boogie. I mean, because <laughs> Stig <Sticks> said boo. <laughs> I I am so sorry that uh, I I provide you with four sets of naked boobs, and that's not enough.
1: You did not. I provide give, me shit. You did that for and yourself. And I give,
0: and I give, and I give. Oh
2: please! And then.
0: Unger, Unger, don't laser, Spooky. don't laser. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the laser, d- literally we almost lost half the massage table to the laser,
2: like I, both of them. I, I'm losing myself to the laser, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Unger, do we need Unger
1: what's your name in the chat room tonight? Um, I don't I know. I forgot.
0: Oh my God. Hold on, I gotta find remember.
2: it. Oh, uh, PP Mod That Ogre Guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That ogre guy. Oh, unger! I have a request. Yes, and I Boogie. figured I'd ask you on the sh- on the show so you would feel more peer pressure. Yes. <laughs> Can I put pussy cookies in your asshole? What? I just what? Look, I was a joke. I just made a joke. Who's no, no, Boogie? Boogie. Yes.
3: What if I said yes?
0: I would, <laughs> I, I would. I would get instantly uncomfortable and. And then turn you over to Kathy. No, 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 because you said you.
1: <laughs> N- yes, you did.
0: You
3: said you said quotations I.
0: Uh huh. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, you did.
0: Well, Unger, you know, let's 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 negotiate that a little <laughs> bit later. You know, we'll uh, you know.
1: Which is code for we'll never. Let's get
0: some cookies and yeah. No, no, no What I was going to ask was uh, that just that was the worst joke. I just that yep. just yeah, bombed. Yeah, and uh, totally that backfired bombed on you so bad. It, it
2: it's bombed because you tried it on me, exactly. and you know that I will go for. T-
0: yeah, but I just there's no I'll creep, shot. Creepy. Everyone just like, like just like <laughs> that, literally. That's
1: eight, it. That, if that doesn't explain it all. I don't eight know
0: what heads does. in the audience just all kind of went. Huh? Uh? What? what is it? Yeah. Unger, I need a sad clown. Um, Zua, we just finished a song called "Girl on a Train" that Bunny sang really lovely. His
1: eyes just and, bugged out. and I
0: need a sad clown to walk with some balloons. Down the railroad, totally emo, black and white. Look the, at the wheels turning in
1: his head. So, That's but, well, scary. I don't have a
0: sad clown. I've got like, well, you got Topsy, and Topsy's red, the red clown. Yeah, right? but he's a happy, he's got a big smile. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, Bubbles has a frown, right? But
2: usually, I play Bubbles a little, a little scarier, scary,
0: but I can. Yeah, tr- we, we need to, can, can I get a sad clown? And I walk, can, walk I, along I gotta the come tracks? up with
2: a sad clown now. All right. I'll, I'll do
0: that. Wow. I We'll shoot that video. It'll be fun.
1: And if for anyone who's listening, you got to know that Uncle doesn't just put any old paint on it. No, he, he has th- to think about his clown. He literally said, I have to create a, crown, I'm a not clown now. I'm yeah,
0: not going to get in the way. I think I think. Amazing. I know whatever he's going to create. I know it's. he knows what, I went he to knows his, what I'm asking for. I went to so. his
1: clown class, and oh my God, the amount of shit this man knows about clowns and the history of clowns and... And the, the yeah. political, the hierarchy. I mean, I just the, the, never the D, knew it the was basically
2: that. basically built-in DS of, of clowns.
1: Yeah.
0: Have we talked about have cl- Has Unger, no. Unger done a clown segment? Unger, can you prepare a, sh- a clown segment you for Sure. Plans? Okay. I've got my notes from my class. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about <laughs> clowns because cool. it scares the shit out of people. And now's a good time. And now's a good time. That's right. With it coming up. It and... Um,
1: American American horror horror story. story, Oh, did
0: you guys hear? Um, I don't know where it was. It was like Georgia or something like that. Somewhere there was a mort. (laughs) No, there was a a, there was a mortuary, like a big mortuary, and it had a clogging problem in its pipes. That's in England. And it's uh, that was in England. No, the the, the, the Fatberg. No, not the Fatberg. Yes, I know it. No, they had a clog in the pipes at a mortuary, and it just literally spilled blood and heparin into the streets, oh. like fucking a horror movie. I did hear about that. Like, yeah. there's just the curb, it's just pouring blood into the street. Oh and I'm like, god. oh my god, why did not somebody think to fucking hang a red balloon there? Why? <laughs> oh. That would have been amazing. People would have shit.
1: That's pretty sad.
0: So yeah, it's hazmat, and everyone had to come. Mm-hmm. And be, and everyone was like, sorry. <laughs> shit happens. People die. You have to bleed them out to embalm them, and... and uh, you. And of every now and again. A, a, Why are you a
1: t- smiling? Why are you so it was, happy
2: just, about it this? It was
0: awesome. The pictures, it was just like, yeah. <laughs> river of blood. And you just picture you know, people walking down the street and they're like, ah. There is so much you could have done with that. Uh-huh. You could have just like, if there was like a group of like five of you, everyone's like, quick, lay down.
1: <laughs> well, just, thankfully, not everybody is like you. So they, you know.
0: I mean, you wouldn't want to lay down in the, you know, no. in, in the, you sure. know, the blood. You know.
1: The blood of dead people, yeah. It, it
0: yeah. was it was pretty awesome.
1: FedLife.com bruises
0: and bondage and pussies and dongs. Fedlife Consensual, safe and sane
1: ish. <laughs> I love that one. Okay, we have a post mm. from Craving London forty two. I think we've done some of her stuff before, but it's pretty cool. So she wrote a post called Change. Oh yeah, this one. Yes. This is it's got it's got you written all over it. <laughs> yes, <you> and I.
0: <laughs> why, Kathy? <laughs> I, I don't Is know it why. because of because my you embrace mega, change? Like, because of no my, one oh, I know. it's you we'll talk yeah. about it. Okay.
1: <laughs> she says I've had some change. <laughs> she says things change sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, but they will change. We can't always control the changes that come our way and sometimes even when we can, we can't control the impact they may have on other aspects of our life. But one thing we can always try to strive for is the control over how we deal with those changes. So keep working, keep fighting, keep loving, even when change comes.
0: Does that make you feel good? No, because change sucks It most does. of the times. Uh, but you know what? The universe has changed. And this is...
1: Uh, well, you're I, smiling, okay? And I'm you smi- actually get excited when it's topics like this.
0: I get excited when it's topics like this because this is like real life shit. I mean... There is so much that we do in our lives that's kinky in our dynamic relationships and whatever, but they apply to, like, pretty much everyone in and out of kink. And change is definitely something that applies both in the kinky world and the non-kinky world as far as your relation. You know, you can have change happens in your relationships. Okay, this rela- your DS or MS relationship is ending. Your polyamory relationship is ending. Your DDLG or mommy, uh, M, 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 L. MD, yeah. MD, L- <laughs> whatever, the fucking mommy version.
1: <laughs> whatever. That's there.
0: <laughs> shit, cock, fuck, shit, cock, fucker.
2: <laughs> glitter,
0: glitter, glitter, glit, 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 glitter, glitter, click, 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 glitter, paint on my head. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. So, you know, there's a lot of changes that happen in the lifestyle. You're uh, Like we talked about in Dallas, you know, your dungeon all of a sudden closes. What the fuck are you going to do? Um, you know, there's a lot of changes, but now in your regular life. A lot of us have dealt with a lot of things change. I mean, if you are lucky enough to live in a stable place and, you know, your family's paid the mortgage for, you know, forever and you always have a place to live and you and you, you work your life out to where you don't have a lot of disasters other than just, you know, normal people dying in the family or whatever, then that's very lucky. Most people go through a lot of kind of really wild changes and, and I am <laughs> somebody who has gone through many changes and many rags to riches and have, you know, a great life and now I'm back living in a VW bus to having lots of things and losing everything and now I'm in a motorhome or I'm living in a car or I'm having legal issues or you know, so so I've dealt with a lot of change in relationships. So when you see posts in the kink world about change, you know, it, it's It's very passionate because so many of us have gone through a lot of changes, and if you don't really know how to plan for and deal with those changes, then they're going to be very traumatic, and we see that a lot. I see a lot of people who just, you know, they haven't really prepared for the changes that are going to come in their life. Ah,
1: but you can't prepare for those things. Yes, they just can. happen and then you learn from them for the next no, time. No. It's not like you. someone can teach you how to do it and then you go through a traumatic or horrific change and you're like, oh, wait, I learned how to do this. Boom, 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 ABC, you're done. No,
0: I'm not, I'm not saying that personal experience, uh, you know, experience may vary see dealer for details you know it's always going to be different but you absolutely can preemptively practice for tragedies for relationship things i have done it constantly in my life and i have had situations where i've done the rags and witches thing and because i had a plan in place when the bottom dropped out within 24 hours i was able to mourn i was able to go well fuck it i guess i'm going to go through this shit again And make a plan. But you just
1: said it again. So you had been through it before.
0: But I'm just saying you can still... You may may not be able to talk about the feelings as much. I mean, you can tell people. If you're going to go through a divorce... You're going to feel these, you're going to likely feel these sets of feelings. So don't feel, it's when you get caught off guard that you're fucked.
1: But that's what I'm saying is that the first time, the second time, even the third time this happens, you're going to get caught off guard no matter what. So you are going to go through difficult times in, until you learn that skill set. And that skill set, at least, at least in my opinion, sure. is not learned by learning certain uh, rules that you go by. You may remember those, but they, they they will lay waste to your the feel your feelings will lay waste to the whatever plans you came up with now i'm not saying that having plans in advance doesn't help that you know if you have if you were smart and had a nice fat savings account let's say say and then, uh, then, it, then you you're lose not your space, yeah. you're not going to be in such hard times if you lose your house, or your car breaks down, or your husband leaves you, so you are, you can have things in place practically that will help you, but the emotional trauma that hits you when you have a unwanted change is really not something that you can prepare for. So the first few times it happens. You, you just have no choice but to wait. Let that tidal wave fucking hit you. And then when you come out of it the other end, you can learn lessons to move on. And I'm just saying that is because that was my experience. Right. Nothing you could have said would have well, prepared me when for that. I,
0: I'm not, once again, I'm not talking about each person. I can talk about myself and I can talk about you know, what I know and from my experiences and what I know is when I prepare for things and like here, I mean, you know, we have this love lab. I don't know how long I'm going to have this fucking place. I don't have a lease on this. You know, if they sell the building, whatever threshold, we got threshold a lease for a few more years. I don't have a lease. So I could be gone at any fucking time. And then what? what is my plan? So you may not we're not going to talk about the devastation of, of that feeling. That you have, but you can very much minimize the amount of trauma you have because there is nothing worse in a tragedy than when you go, What the fuck do I do? What do I do when someone dies? What do I do? Do I have at least something to hang on to? Because if you don't, then you're going to flounder. And you're gonna spend a long time and that's when that negative those negative manifestations of behaviors will start to come out. That's when people start drinking, they start fucking pilling, they start, you know, start doing negative behaviors because they don't have a plan, they don't know what to do, so they wanna isolate and go into denial. And if you spend a little bit of your life, which I do excessively, it make a hobby out of it. What's gonna happen? Be honest with yourself. Shit can go bad. What happens if all of a sudden, you know, I am out of this relationship. What is my plan? It will minimize the amount of trauma, the length of trauma you have, because you'll have something to focus on. And I don't think that's wrong. What happens if you lose all your money? What happens no, if I, something I happens? What I happens? absolutely
1: agree with you. The practicality of change is something that you can absolutely prepare for. I guess I was just referring to the emotional trauma Yeah, you're that not going to stop. It, it,
0: it's going to hurt. All changes are going to hurt or be uncomfortable unless they're, obviously, we're not talking about positive changes where you get the job or you get the, you know, whatever success story that you get. But she said something that was really interesting. And she said, uh, I like the part there where she put that I like um, that her failures don't define her. But I'd also like to add on that for myself. I don't let my successes and my good luck stories define me either. Because sometimes that's just dumb luck that you met that. It, it, it's, you know, you worked hard for something, okay. Maybe you get something that you worked for and achieved. But for me, the thing that builds me is the fact that I don't quit. And as long as I have health, some level of fucking health, then I know no matter what, as many times as I've lost everything and been fucking homeless and looking for food, as many times have I had to scrounge, I have known that I'm not giving up. Every failure, every shitty opportunity that I fucked up, I I knew that's where my integrity lies. It's if you keep going. Because anyone can get lucky and all of a sudden have a relative go, "Oh, you can live with me and you know, here's, you know, you're fine like that." But that's not what I measure my success on. I measure my success on how willing I am to get up in the morning each day and try to make a plan for some success so I don't have to clean toilets for the rest of my life. Did you say something?
3: um i think uh it's paper at all i think if you have a um a plan for everything or if you have you know say you're you're predicting that something is going to change it's a little different because you can think it through um <laughs> but like when uh when you have something that you're not expecting i mean basically everything that's going to happen to you is something that's happened to someone else sometimes so nothing nothing new is ever going to happen to you that someone else hasn't been through but i think the hardest thing is when you're going through something tough and you're feeling your feelings and everybody wants to give you advice and tell you how you should do things and, and try to save you that that experience by, by giving you good advice. And it's usually really well-meaning. Sometimes they're right. The hardest thing is, I think, is realizing when someone's right and knowing to act on that advice. Right. Um, and, and that's the thing. Like, you don't know how you're going to react. I may react to something completely differently than how you do like if you know, oh, I've been through this before. I've been homeless whatever. I can handle this. You know, for me that might be like I've never done this before and I don't really want to do this <laughs> and and so it's terrifying. Sure. But um I don't know that you can really I'm really curious what your plan is and how you how you would execute and be like, oh, "Okay, I, I have all these things, you know, in place so that I know how to handle that next time." For me, it's like you just learn from going through it like Kathy said. I don't Yeah, but I
0: mean there are once again, you said somebody's gone through it and that's why I I'm constantly working with my partners and whatever to look at look around right there are people that have that information you could say hey how did you deal with it and i said okay first off you need to make sure that i mean it depends on how homeless you're going to be i've never been street homeless where i had to you know stuff papers in my okay i have done that <laughs> <laughs> got cold in the van um but you have a plan. Okay, I need a gym membership because I got to get it clean every day because I can't get a job at McDonald's or Walmart or fucking somewhere shitty or cleaning tables to make enough money so that I could get enough for my food. I mean, there is an entire plan that you can have that you at least have something to focus on yeah. to get through your day. And you can do that with your relationships. And I think pe- you should. People and do is, that in therapy, you know?
3: Yeah, this is the kind of advice I think you realize in hindsight, you know, and, and like, it'd be really nice if you're actually going through that you, you meet someone who's been through it before but generally you're not in a place where you could take that advice yeah
0: but you can go and look yeah absolutely that's why it's good to program that into your head because like I said you know um, I had a plan in action like I remember I think two homelesses ago Um, uh, I that hit really sudden it was a really hard hit I'm not getting into it but um, I had it was like a training I had the plan I go okay you got to you're going to have to sell this. You're going to have to get money here. You're going to have to do this. At least you have something you can do here. Um, this is where I'm going to go for the get showers. and. You but know. who did
3: you listen to? Because I look at like things like I have some pretty crazy experiences that I might share with younger people when I see them going through stuff. And I'm like, hey, I've been through that. You know, Hey, I could talk yeah, to you about I mean, but, but they don't listen.
0: But you have a point. But what, that's what I'm saying. You do, In the moment, you're defensive. Yeah. You know, you're know, you rebellious. For me, a lot of my... I. I didn't have to be homeless as many times as I was homeless. Um, but there was a lot of rebellion issues there. It's preemptive. Make a plan now before the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Because in that moment, people, like you said, they're going to give you good advice, and you're going to be like, fuck you, I can handle this. Right. I don't need you. I'll and then inside, you're like, oh, my God, I need help. I just need a fucking bite to eat. So if you spend a little bit of your recreational time Going through some hypothetical situations, going what happens if your house gets destroyed in a fucking hurricane? What happens when this? Ha- you know, is there a plan? Yeah, that's if,
3: fantastic advice. I fully support that. And I think even with you talking to the relationship aspect, like, what happens if this person dumps me? What happens especially if especially like
0: up? in a master-slave relationship yeah, like, where it's like where, completely embedded? Now? Like, yes. what am I going what to if no do? Tell me if, to if yeah. the master dies, sure. you know, and now you don't know yeah. what you're going to do, or if your daddy or mommy, um, you know. F- Contact contracts, garden gnome, cat aids, or something.
3: Cat aids. Cat aids. What? I gotta get cat aids. Cat
0: aids. The FIV. You've never had the FIV.
1: Okay, that. FIV. It's not
0: HIV. It's FIV. That's what you get. FIV. You know know how hard it is. You got first. You got to find a cat that shoots heroin. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got to fuck them. And sometimes that's a little awkward because you know they're smaller. I think
1: you're. And
0: uh, and then you got yourself some FIV.
1: Uh-huh.
0: What were we talking about? Change. Be changed. Change. change. <laughs> we're going to change the topic. No, but I, I love the topic, and, and I'm just, I'm a big fan. It has saved my life so many times before, and I really like that Paper Doll said, in the moment, you're going to be shitty and whatever, but if you do stuff before, take a little time. Think about
1: it. know I get it. Because
0: relationships ends, people get sick. It's, it's true, change. and
1: I've watched you go through a few changes. I certainly didn't watch you go through all of them, but. Um, I think a lot of your hard-earned experience prepared you for what you go through so that when someone like me is watching, what I'm watching is the result of all that hard-earned knowledge, right? So I, I, it's not, I wouldn't, it doesn't really feel like it applies to me, you know, because I, I don't, it took me, the first half of my life for whatever reason was very stable, uh, through you know no effort on my part that's just uh, how my life played out and the second half has been extremely uh, traumatic a lot of turmoil a lot of loss and I was not prepared and I wasn't prepared the second time it happened and I wasn't prepared the third time it happened and it wasn't until I went through it a few times that I gained some understanding of what it feels like so then then the fourth time it happened, yeah, and the fifth time it happened, oh, I'm fucking here again. And all that did was uh, um, I was able, it saved me from the shock that I experienced the first two or three times, which was great because I was no longer in that horrible place. Well, you know, but it also- didn't save me from anything else. And it was not like I would have known to prepare for that specific loss. Each one was different, and it surprised me. And I, I don't know th- what I could have done to prepare it other than fall back on what experience had shown me that's the best thing to do just to get over it. Just but wait until know, the wave crashes over you and then try and pick up the pieces.
0: What you do know, though, is that you will get over it. If your health stays... You will get over it and because but, you've gotten over it before. That's that evidence. Was, That's science. That's the, your own I personal get, yes, science. I'm
1: not saying I'm it's going to
0: suck. It it's going to suck for probably for this like, like relationships. We've all had relationships ends. It's going to suck. It's not going to be you know. You're, you're going to go through. Crawl through this, under the covers for this, a few days. This is then it.
1: talk to a few friends. You I mean, have, I have plans in place, but they they. Like I said, they didn't come um, easily. They they didn't come because of logical, uh, rational thinking ahead of time on my part. They just came because, oh, that's how I dealt with it last time. Okay, well, maybe if I do the same thing this time. And uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it seems to me like a, a very crazy way of trying to get through it. And it doesn't feel at all organized or... Uh, as if any of my planning really could have helped. So maybe uh, it's just the two different it's ways that you and I deal with it. But we both came to a place where we, I think, are more prepared. But you did survive it. Yeah. The first time, you know, when when I lost my mom when she passed away, I thought in the lead up, up to it that. I would be inconsolable and it ended up not playing out that way at all. You know, a week later I was back at work and the sun came up the next morning and, and life went on and I wasn't prepared for that aspect of it, but it, it taught me a lot about how much I could put up with, how much I could go through. So, um, yeah, I, I think you and I maybe just approach it in a different way, but we both take those hard earned lessons and prepare for the next time.
0: However, however, anyone does it, man. We just want it. that's. I'm glad we got to talk about it because who knows? Maybe six months from now, some fucker.
1: Which We're, actually will mug me, and I'll be prepared
0: for it. No, I'm saying a listener <laughs> will go through some shit, and maybe they will go, "Ah, I made a plan," you know. Yeah. So, so whatever. Which actually kind of goes. Wait, what do we do now? I, I click this button here.
1: Grandma can be lame and also kind of de- Okay, what it's was safe. that?
0: Oh, it's perverted vocabulary.
1: See, uh, you have to read the second it's word. It's right perverted next. Perverted mailbox. It's right next to perverted
0: <laughs> mailbox. We got to do another perverted vocabulary. By the way, I don't think anybody likes. No, this. we're spurious. Was going to be the next word. I
1: like spurious. Spir- is it? I will spurious? spew spurious.
0: <laughs> spurious. <laughs> Can I just spew on you? <laughs> <laughs> my God, <goodness>. just <Ew, laughs> stop <laughs> it. Furious.
2: Mm,
1: (laughs) That first part sounds like you're throwing up. Somebody just did an ohm.
0: That is is what we (laughs) do. Okay, I guess I'm going to read this.
1: This is yours. This is I, me. I usually read them this I don't, is so I don't want to lame this up, but I'm not prepared and
0: I for, butchered, this, I butchered for their, this kind of change.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I,
0: this kind of goes along sort of with what I was just saying. Um, we got a listener, Perverted Podcast listener, uh, Levi wrote in and said, My wife and I are just beginning to explore kink again, and I was directed to Perverted Podcast. We played very unsafely before, always hammered we both hammered we've hammered drunk Drunk, drunk okay. yeah drunk <laughs> yeah, hammered yes. Yeah. <laughs> he just put his cock on a fucking table and yeah bam, bam, bam. <laughs> i can see the danger in this thank god i listened to pp um <laughs> we played variants of always hammered uh we've both been sober about six years now congratulations uh i was hesitant about kink and sobriety because i had always associated it with drinking and uh, we live in a small community, no kink scene. Listening to you guys had been incredibly helpful in many ways, and you specifically, uh, me, because I'm the drunk, uh, for helping <laughs> me to break the booze and kink connection in my head. Thank you for being service.
1: Wow, that is a pretty cool email. So.
0: It, it's kind of that thing that we talk about, you know, if you spend a little time and I'm not saying we're the all the and end all fixing everything, you know, that we do, but that we share our experiences. It's kind of like doing that preemptive work because you're listening to pe- you're listening to people have stories about how they handled stuff. So when all of a sudden it's time for you to handle stuff, at least you have a little information.
1: So in other words, our fuck ups help people. People. Oh, our
0: yeah, our fuckups help.
1: Ah. Our fuck ups I help always people. wondered what people got out of the show. That's it.
0: That's pretty much the we, theme. We that fuck up, so you don't make, have to. That, that's that's the last button right LAS there. We need
1: another button. Laz, <laughs> make
0: some goddamn buttons. <laughs> so no, but I, I it was really exciting because of course uh, you know my my battles you know with drug and alcohol addiction have been lifelong, and and my experience in kink. As a, as a sober person, as someone who no longer drinks or uses drugs, has been incredible. And it, and it has been ten times better. I mean, you know, everyone's drunk and fucked and, and done some things. But just, it, it's so much different because when you're high, everything is about you because it's your high. I'm the one that's high. But when you're sober and playing with someone, it's about the experience with each other. You know, so that part there. I mean, there is so many things about sober playing and and just the the natural endorphins and dopamine and all the little chemicals that that get released aren't interrupted by the drugs and alcohol. And the connection is better, the communication is better, and then obviously it's safer because the vast majority of all injuries and deaths that occur in kinky play have the common denominator of drugs and alcohol that's just statistics
1: and you know i i actually never realized that before i heard someone say it that there are people who only play when When they're drunk or yeah and i never i it was hard for me to understand when i first heard it uh because i'm not i don't drink a lot and i i don't get high and it really doesn't do anything for me and so uh i it's hard for me to wrap my mind around and the first time i heard it i was kind of shocked you my god you play drunk you and you and and especially when people would say i won't play unless i'm high or or wasted or and uh you know here at threshold obviously we don't allow alcohol or drugs of any kind and uh you're absolutely right it is so fucking dangerous I mean, it's already dangerous what we do. The last thing you want to fucking do is is fuck with your senses, right? Fuck with your ability. Yeah, to Yeah, because you can't less, say no. You, know, you don't
0: feel pain as much. You can't tell if you're in bondage. You're not going to really be able to notice if if you're having a pain or you're pinching a nerve. You know. I mean, there's there's so many things that alcohol and drugs will fuck up. But uh, for me, it was mostly that connection that I'm not really connected to somebody when I'm drunk and high. It's mm-hmm. it's just so it. I'm really excited that that we got more people out there that are letting that letting those people who did play when they were high and that they they've gotten sober that you know what there is kinky life after drugs and alcohol it's a different it's a different vibe and it's a different path but i I don't know I'm just honestly saying I think it's fucking ten times better i've had a great I've had a great experience, not to mention that I'm not a practicing drunk anymore people gorgeous women actually want to hang out with me now, really <laughs> yeah.
3: Because the, I'm not just fucking. Now
0: they want to do that too, but <laughs> it, there's a, there's a lot to it. But not everyone, not everyone who drunks and and plays is an alcoholic. But um, but wow. yeah, this is de- so it was definitely That's, cool.
1: Uh, very brave of them to write. I love that
2: they wrote. It was very very. Hey, cool.
1: Unger, do you uh, have you ever played drunk or wasted? Because you're normally such a together guy. I can't even imagine that.
2: Usually in the past, when like even at threshold, when we did allow some alcohol, um, it was only after play. Yeah. Mm. Um.
0: Maybe like no, not even then. You never didn't do drunk booty calls.
2: No. <laughs> You'd be all tit, 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 tit. hey baby, let's just hunger. <laughs> no. I'm feeling a little warm. Now. <laughs>
0: Do you want to come? Uh, the look he gives you. Do you want to come and ride the ogre? <laughs>
2: Unger. Unger, hunger, <laughs> hunger. Hunger
0: Unger's drunk. He wants to score. Unger, hunger, hunger, <laughs> hunger. I have layers like onions. <laughs> Unger, hunger, hunger, hunger. Flat Unger. out
1: ignoring you.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, but I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: bitter. Unger? Yeah.
1: He's got layers and he's bitter. I guess so. <laughs> I, I don't even know what body... I, mean, I, I can't... You can't see. What happened to your glasses that you were supposed to get? Oh, there they are.
2: Holly is great. Polly is hard. Holly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some polysanity. I
0: haven't played that jingle. <laughs>
1: In a a long, very long time. Long fucking time. We when we stopped doing polyamory. I was scarred. I was very scarred. What by what? Polyamory? By polyamory.
0: <laughs> it was like literally when it was uh, Abyss Mew and, and me, I mean, we went we went for it. I mean it, it was great. I mean we had amazing amazing trials in our in our in our poly and, and it was just like every fucking week, everything that was like horrible and tragic that we that we walked through we talked about on the show and we were all kind of abyss and i were like hey you know can we just take a break from that but now i'm you know i'm you know with with bunny and mew and uh so Cool. Yeah, so we can talk about Polly again. <laughs> Polly.
1: Polly's back on the table. Yay! Okay. So actually this What did this I is... do wrong this week, girls? <laughs> okay. Yay! And Let's you're talk like talk
2: about it on the show!
1: Kathy, yeah, maybe we stopped doing Polly's anonymous for a while. <laughs> awesome!
2: I got a jingle! <laughs> Polly is great. Polly is hard, isn't that nice? <laughs> Let's talk about what a fuck <laughs> up Buggy is again. For the <laughs> listeners! And I kept pushing Yay! it going, hey,
1: let's do it just so that I can see that look. I have a dick painted on my paint head. On <laughs> <laughs> Turn around. Let's see that dick. Aw, look at that. Look, it's, it's it's purple and orange and blue. <laughs> kind of like the real one. So let's start the segment again. All right. Hi. So oh, this, this one isn't about me. No, this is actually Yay! an article that Mew found for right. us. Yes, And it's... Gosh, it's written by an actual doctor. Uh, we actually have oh, sh- real wait, wait
2: information wait, 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 here. On, hang, on. hang on a second. Sit up
1: straight, Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a uh, doctor. And
0: where did this journal, was this the New England Journal of Medicine? So no, unfortunately it was that it not. But so uh, that's a, that is a good publication. Actually. Dr.
1: Justin Laymiller <laughs> is the director of the social psychology program at Ball State University, a faculty affiliate of the Kinsey Institute and the author of the blog Sex and Psychology.
3: That's a long
1: it's a long. Well, oh, I just want to say it's legitimate. <laughs> it's legitimate this time. It's not just you and I talking about our fuckups?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Right. So, what did what did Doctor Blah Blah from Doctor blah blah. Blah, blah blah say?
1: He said, "Well, what he found was that there, no big fucking surprise. There are virtually no. Is this
0: one of those things that like fatty foods will give you heart attacks? Type no, of studies.
1: It's n- not that lame. Sorry. Okay. All right. He found that there were virtually no published. Um, Findings or studies in journals, big fucking surprise. So he and his colleagues get together and they survey 3,500 adults online who identified as polyamorous. Uh, published their findings, and basically in this article talks about the four main things that they found. Okay. So we're going to talk about one maybe every month. Oh, let's that's right. Yes, yeah, this was the one
0: we're going to ongoing yes, thing. Yes,
1: like for four months maybe. Four and months, wow. not about me. That's right. This not is, about how oh, book fucked up. Let's do it. <laughs> this is great. So the first one that we're going to talk about is what they found, which is stigma is still very much alive surrounding polyamory.
0: Wow. News flash, huh?
1: Well, no, and you know why? Because there's so much in the media about polyamory, and that's what they actually found. But it's that still very stigmatized. It's, it's in the spotlight. It, it might give the impression that the stigma associated with it has faded. However, that's not the case. They asked... Um, The participants of this study, the degree to which they felt their relationships were accepted by their families and friends, as well as the extent to which they tried to hide the fact that they had multiple relationships. And what they found was that most of the participants had one partner that they'd been with for a long time, and they tended to be very out about that particular relationship. But relationships with newer partners were more likely to be kept secret and a lot less likely to be accepted Especially by family, so they had no problem now, saying, when "Here's was, my what, primary." What was the date on this? This was actually quite recent. I think it was this year.
0: This was a yeah. It, a was 17? his most
1: yes. It was his most recent. Yeah. With, block is this those, after was, all
0: the shows that we've had? You exactly. know, the, my my brothers, sisters, yeah. Fiv dog.
1: Which, unfortunately, and, every I cannot name f- name one show that I've watched, whether it's a drama or an actual like documentary, in which it did not involve religion in some way. Polyamory. As polyamory Like of me a and, and my Mormon bitches. <laughs> you do not have Mormon bitches. I
0: do. I'm Joseph Smith. <laughs> you guys want to touch my golden tablets? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I can't believe
3: it.
0: Dum, 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 dum. Sorry. What?
3: Uh, they did used to talk about it on Real Sex on HBO, and that was years ago. That was like, a long yeah, time was, ago. It was, but that, yeah. that that was totally a thing. I think the the stigma on it is usually now, like um i think it's because people like to feel uh comfortable calling people cheaters and it's like more dignified to be cheated on or have an adulterous relationship Um, and to actually say hey yeah we actually know about each other and and we're cool with it it's like no that's disgusting where if if someone cheats on you're like oh we're so sorry you need therapy and comfort so (laughs) i think that's
0: still the old programming you know religious programming and the social and the constructs well, I, of marriage and shit like yeah. that.
3: But to I get permission it's like I think and, it
1: sucks that we, we the public will tend to expect accept it more if it has a religious backing to it. Like the you'll look at them and go oh well that's that's the religion that's why they do it there's um you know that that's what their religion calls for that's what they they've been taught. But polyamory on your own without religion. And so that's what his study found was that their primary partner, they had no problem sharing that person with their family and friends. But the minute they took on they a brought, second yeah, or in, a third, they, they oh, you got to keep quiet about that one. Yeah. So. Well,
0: I mean, uh, this is this is like kink. This is like anything that until more people come out and speak about it, who are willing to risk a little bit of uh, judgment ridicule and shame, um, then nobody's going to know. You're never going to hear about the religion. And even then, people are so. It's Something like that's going to take a long time because you're talking about hundreds of years of brainwashing and religious programming that marriage has to be two people, man and woman, whatever. I mean, you know... You know, the gay community went through this a lot to get gay marriage just to work. And that took a lot of effort and a lot of people speaking out and showing that we are normal people that are able to fall in love just like anybody else. And then finally, you started to sway the public. But polyamory and kink, you know, is still relatively underground. And it's going to be a process. And unless people are talking about the positive aspects of those relationships, and it's not just like, you know, because a lot of the shows kind of, it's reality show, which is about showing drama and conflict and, and whatever. And you don't see, I mean, because I, I had somebody that would, uh, I forget, she was a big polyamory uh, person in a speaker. And she said, could you imagine how fucking short every Hollywood movie would be if they embraced polyamory? Because every fucking movie, (laughs) every romance movie is like, Jill likes Bob and she loves Ben. Oh, uh, and an hour and a half of them fighting it out. But what if it was like, Jill loves Bob and Ben and they all got together and hung out and fucked and really enjoyed each other. The end. (laughs) Be like, (laughs) fucking roll credits, you know, it'd be the I mean, so you kind of have to keep it fucked up. Otherwise, you're not going to have shitty romance comedies. That's the theory.
1: Well, I, it's frustrating to me, but I will admit I'm also someone who I, I certainly will not share it with certain people and even friends and family that I do share it with. It's so fucking hard to explain what it is that I find myself in this half hour long conversation in an effort to help them understand what polyamory is and in particular what it means for me because it's different for everybody sure. to the point where whenever I talk about Creative Explorer, I'm all, uh, t- t- my boyfriend, okay, he's just my boyfriend, even though that leaves the most horrible taste in my mouth. I hate calling him my boyfriend. I don't like calling anybody that. Except me. No, especially you, you're buddy. my lover. No, don't say those
0: mm, words. You want to get caught in traffic you're looking with looking me? At me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: drive. I hate you so. I drive. Right now. I'm ignoring you. I'll Not your you crappy car will break uh, down in the shut freeway. Shut up! My car is
0: vintage.
1: <laughs>
0: vintage. <laughs> It's a stock 95 Corolla, oh. Toyota Corolla, 95. It was a good year.
1: I've been in your car, and the smell alone. <laughs> Shut up!
0: <laughs> smells like vintage car.
1: Vintage. Left is that what in that a smell storm. Vintage. <laughs> just,
0: just left. So, you know, okay, the window's have been left down a few times in rainstorms,
1: but, you know, <laughs>
0: maybe hit a couple yeah. possums here and there. It's a good car.
1: Go out in the rain with Mew and your girls. Whee! <laughs> drove. Oh, my God. Who was
0: I, who was I just – you guys ever do car play? Anyone here ever do car play? Car play by show. Car play is basically you have a good car. you got to have a big enough back seat. And uh, and so you pull into any parking lot, like a public parking lot, and then you get in the back seat, and then you have your mate, but if it's female, I guess would work easier because they have a skirt, little skirt. And they actually just get in the back seat, go over your lap, and you give them a spanking in a very public parking lot. Because nobody can see above the shoulder. So Unless they're standing right next yeah, to you. Yeah, and car. if they walk by, then you just kind of, you know, just pull the skirt down and just kind of give them a little backy rub. You know, and it's like, oh, you know, this is fine, nothing going on. And then when everyone kind of leaves, you know, they're walking around, you give spankies. Have we done that? We haven't done that yet, Bunny. What's up with that?
1: She doesn't look like she wants to try it either.
0: That's public humiliation kind of shit. Look that's at this. involving the public non consensually. See the squirm on, on her play. face? See the legs squirming? That means it has to happen now.
1: That's going to be payback for the dick and the balls on your head. That's right.
0: <laughs> that. Thank you. you. You suggested dick and balls
1: on my head, and
0: now you're suggesting the good Now I'm the, the good guy, shit. right? Which one yes.
1: is it? Either I'm a liar or mm-hmm. I suggested the good you stuff. You suggested Come on, make me good stuff, fucking And mine. that's pretty much it. All
0: right. That's it. Is that it? I think that's it. All right.
1: Well, I like that there is an actual fucking study by an actual doctor, and they took it seriously. And oh, they- we are
0: still on the topic. Sorry, <laughs> I was looking at again.
1: Oh, my God. That's it. No, I'm no,
0: done. no, no, no. There's, there's. Uh, what was I going to? Uh- ah. Oh, I was also going to say, if you're not willing to have j- shame and guilt and judgment, then just keep your relationships private. It's your sex life. How are you going to well, deal with that when it's like time for a funeral or I guess you just don't bring... And it, that, I've heard, is a
1: problem. It's uncomfortable even with family who loves me and accepts me. I can see that fucking look in their eyes. Oh, God, she's going to talk about her partners again. So I've gotten to the point where I just... I've seen my whole life. I mean, Rain, who transitioned and is now Hunter, is a dude. Right. Every time I have a conversation with them, I'm all... Well, Hunter was telling me... That, Who's this Hunter? Hunter, remember, I was involved with Rain and Rain was a woman and then transitioned into a guy that I feel like I want to start passing out cards just for everybody. You who should forgets. do that.
0: Just bring little flashlights. Okay, wait, flash where's
1: cards? my hunter card? There.
0: <laughs> please read. Talk to me after. Thank who's you.
1: Who's Sean and who's the other dude and who's that guy? I have cards for everybody and it explains who they are. Like, please.
0: Jesus Christ. Here's
1: the bio card of everybody in my life. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool.
0: I'm, I'm just trying to, Or just tell your family to go fuck themselves and then leave and then you never have to deal who's with
1: Who's got the laser pointer? What? what? Somebody took out the laser point and all the littles went uh
0: Unger. Unger.
1: It's Unger. Look at he's laughing, no his shoulders corner. are shaking.
0: Well you know what then? We're just gonna end this show right here.
1: No, because well, we, we gotta
0: that go it? That's it. That's the stuff. The oh, that's, that's the list That's the list on the board. That's we behind did the board and oh, we must go by the list. <laughs> <laughs> we must go by the list. Okay, <laughs> okay, repeat? fine. Let's let's do this for our listeners. Okay, pull that microphone down. That microphone behind you. Just pull that down. Okay. All right. Can you guys just all start kind of giving each other breast exams, like, you know, help each other out? <laughs> and then moan while you're doing it?
1: Totally laugh. Can you just do this? Can you just do it?
0: <laughs> okay, just, just grab. Gee, that's, good that's golly, good. What
3: was that? That's,
0: that is a. That's a. That's a zombie apocalypse. Thank you, Ann. (laughs) Ann. Thank you. I just. Okay. What was? Uh, Stop it! What is that? Stop it! Turn off the mic. It's off. Don't do it again. This. Remember when I talked about not using drugs and alcohol during play?
1: Ann. Ann. Shame on you. Shame, young lady. Jesus Christ.
0: All I was trying to do, I could just picture, like, some perverted podcast listener that's like, yeah, getting out his dick. And he's like, yeah, this is going to be good. And then all of a and sudden, the- he hears,
2: <laughs> what does he hear? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that is our
1: show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Uh, thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, to Anger and everybody in the chat room. Woo-hoo! To Joe, Tiger, Paper, Doll, and Sticks! Woo-hoo! To our resident artists, <laughs> Dick and Ball artists, Bunny and Ace! Woo! and to I don't even know what to call Ann Ann what was that <laughs> zombie Ann Ann <It>
0: <laughs> zombie breast exam Ann if
1: you have questions comments or ideas please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com and finally it's a weird ending to the show <laughs> they're
0: all fucking weird god damn it we'll be back next week for show 121 this was 120 it's a good number god damn it yeah one hundred and twenty of these. And Boogie times.
1: apologizes for promising, uh, pussy cookies and I not do- delivering. Ah. Maybe next time.
0: Maybe next time. I got to get a volunteer to spread their legs and let me I shove a dildo in think That's why Ann
1: Ann was here. She was ready to let you do it.
0: Were you going to let me fuck you with pussy cookies? You were.
1: <laughs> she oh showed God. up for that. Damn it. You're getting old, boogie. I am you getting write old. This stuff maybe, down.
0: maybe next week. Look, now she's high on her fucking like zombie moaning. You're gonna pee all over yourself. You're gonna pee all over the massage bed, and we're gonna put your nose in it. God damn it!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna doing the laser pointer again.
0: Whatever, we've gone off the rails. All right, yeah. the end show song today. This is a uh, wonderful song that uh, had some good musicians on it. Nate Morton from The Voice and uh, Mark Meadows, the Bass Cowboy, played with Edgar Winters and a bunch of stuff like that. It's a really cool acoustic song. It's called Jillian, and we will see you guys next week. Everyone, Zombie Moan! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: uh, <coughs> <laughs> Jillian, Jillian, Jillian jillian your goddess i would fight off sharks and monsters just to give you one kiss Now i am not a brilliant man but i can touch the sky it's above me you're above me i don't mind it's above me you're above me i don't mind above me, you're above me I don't mind